everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Catherine podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. This episode of the Make Chic Happen podcast is brought to you by AG1. Guys, I literally use this product every single day. I started drinking it because I was looking for a way to get some essential vitamins and nutrients, and I am not really good about always hitting up those leafy greens or like the plate of broccoli or, you know, the good veggies that I'm supposed to have every day. I, I just, I'm not. So I've been using this for, I think, oh my gosh, six months or so, and I love it. First, it's an all-natural drink. There's no fillers, there's no weird ingredients, nothing like that, but it also doesn't taste like one of those weird, gross health shakes. It's kind of like this mild tropical taste that I crave every single day. So you guys know I am a huge believer that health is a personal responsibility, and this is just one of those good, healthy habits that I can implement and not even think about. So here's how it works. I add a scoop of AG1 into about eight ounces of water right after my workout. I shake it up and I enjoy. And if you're one of those people who really love the facts, you want to know all about it. There are 75 vitamins, nutrients, minerals, whole food source, superfoods. We also got probiotics and adaptogens. So it's really helping your gut, your nervous system, your immune system. It's also helping with energy recovery and focus. And because I love you so much as a Make Chic Happen podcast listener, here's what I got for you. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash chic for a one-year supply of the immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packets of AG1. All you need to do, again, is just go to athleticgreens.com backslash chic and take advantage of that offer. Of course, too, it's linked in the show notes. All right, back to this week's episode. Hey, everyone, it is Katie and Melanie of the Make Chic Happen podcast. And this week, I have the opportunity to put you in the hot seat a yeah. little bit when it comes to <laughs> recruitment. That's really what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And I'm going to very awkwardly give some highlights about okay. Melanie and her achievements, especially in the direct sales space. But I should probably preface this by saying I actually saw firsthand the growth of Melanie's organization. And I think I was with you for uh -huh. one year less. So I yeah. was one year under under you. So it took yeah, you yeah, about yeah. a year to bring me right, into right, right. the organization. So yeah. I saw a lot of how you built the business and I would love to chat with you and really put you in the hot seat when it comes to all things recruiting. So okay. 
Let's actually give a little bit of background too. For those of you who are new to the podcast or aren't quite familiar with myself or with Melanie, we both have background in direct sales. That's actually how we became really good friends. Both had background in specifically Beachbody. Yeah. So yep. one company for the past 10 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't 11 that years, 11 yeah. years for you, 10 yeah. years for me. And I have been able to watch you really build this powerhouse and a couple things that you've okay. achieved. Uh, four-time top in industry, and we're going to go into the specifics of what that actually means, because it doesn't necessarily mean top in sales right, or right. top recruiter, but we're going to talk about that. Second thing that is worth noting is that you have an organization of over 40,000 people, yeah. 40,000 people <laughs> deep. And that's, that's a lot. That's like a, that's like a yeah. big football stadium. That is, I believe. That's, a that's a lot of people. Lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people, but I also find it really important to note that you have received the CEO award. You have served on the company's advisory board, yeah. which basically means that the company wanted Melanie's input on a lot of the decisions, big decisions yeah. they were making for the well-being of the company and for the longevity of the company as well. And as a recruiter too, you would bring in about 30 people a month yeah. and you were really in that season of building to right. top in organization. And so we're going to dive into all of that. But first, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about when you found yourself in a position where you could actually say, I will build a top organization. Was it a mindset shift or was it just something that was very natural for you? What, yeah. How would you describe what it means to be the top organ, yeah. like top producer or top recruiter? Oh, okay. So well, it's kind of a two-part question. So the first part you asked me was like, when did I decide that that was what I wanted to do? Sure. Um, it really was as I was learning about the company's compensation plan, right, okay. and I was starting to understand about, okay, I can make this amount of money in sales. And this is kind of what went through my mind. I was like, okay, I can yeah. make, I can sell and I can show up and I can sell product. And I was starting to do really well with commissions. Okay. But I started to see through other people actually talking about, like, this is what I've been able to do, yeah. right? This is the dollar amount that I've been able to do in sales. And then my team, when I started to see what was possible on the team side of it, and okay. I started to go, oh, I see the value of growing okay. a team because Got I it. see how that can exponentially change the bottom line financially, right? Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, and I'm excited to announce that the Rockstar Recruitment course is now open for enrollment. I'm sure you've been seeing all over my social media. If you are subscribed to our email list and even the podcast lately, we have been talking about building your direct sales team. Well, that is because we have created a course just for you. If you are wanting to leverage the team building aspects of your direct sales company's compensation plan, or you're ready to say goodbye to your self-doubts regarding building a team, and you want to start embracing your unique approach to building your dream business in life, this course is for you. If you want to position yourself as a business mentor, whether it is through individual conversations, your social media, your stories, or your emails, if you want to know how to leverage your unique strengths and step up your team building skills, you need to take advantage of this course today. You guys, the course is open for enrollment and we will be kicking off live trainings on October the 4th. You actually get to be a part of the live sessions. Those sessions will be uploaded into your Kajabi portal, your 
online portal for lifetime access. You're going to have access to resources, to other documents, to script guides, and email campaigns that are going to help you build a thriving and successful organization. I want you to go check it out right now. We'll link it in the show notes. You can go ahead and grab that link to get registered for the course and be a part of the launch party that is happening on October the 3rd. All right, you guys, I will see you there. I am so excited to kick this off. I long awaited this Rockstar Recruitment course is going to knock your socks off. All right, I will see you inside. Let's get back to today's episode. Okay. So, and I knew, and the way I sort of thought about it was, okay, I can sell you know, a couple thousand dollars a product sure. or more every single month. But if I find motivated people like myself okay. that also love the products and also love the mission, I was mm. like, we can help exponentially more people change their lives. And so I started to, and then I was like, well, then that's exponentially more income. Sure that I could bring in. So it was really understanding the company's compensation plan, right, was a huge part of it. And knowing that the way that I was going to maximize the compensation was going to be through building a team and that I was going to kind of cap out and my customer sales, right? I was going to, that was going to be something I was going to churn and churn and churn. Right. And you only have so many hours in the day. Right. 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 So that was kind of, that was where it started. It started with me understanding how the business model worked and really having a desire to make a lot of money to really change our financial situation. And I wasn't like, it wasn't a small, I was all, and you know, we know me, if you don't know me, I'm a big vision kind of person, right? So I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it all. And I knew what the caps were. And I was like working towards those caps. Sure. So I was like, first part. Okay. What was the second part you asked? Okay. So the second part though, I actually want to pause on what you said, because there's a few things that are are probably worth noting in there. Melanie is a big vision thinker. And I definitely am more of a, like, show me the smaller steps I'm going to need to be able to achieve. And as a member of your downline, I think that's really important to note because even though you had the big vision for it, to see duplication, you had to be able to break down the bigger, like what you were actually doing. So why don't you talk for a minute about how you were able to get people to adopt the vision that you had Mm -hmm. so that they too to began to recruit because yeah. ultimately if you're a great recruiter but nobody's doing anything it doesn't right doesn't you're really just kind of doing it by yourself yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's a yeah. big part of how you became the top in the organization right. four times in a row oh, so yeah let's yeah. actually talk about okay. that for a okay. couple minutes so when it comes to vision i mean i had to communicate that vision to my team of why it was important that they also recruited they also went after mm-hmm. their goals and you know, through all the personal development that I had had been reading and things I'd been listening to, I really started to understand the importance of you have to, your team wants to be led. And at the beginning, nobody was really, when I say nobody was really following me, I kind of had a bunch of groupies, right? I had a bunch of people that just loved to be around me and loved my energy and a lot from the product standpoint. And I had some people that wanted to work the business, but they really, nobody was kind of doing anything. So I almost had to, I had to speak that vision even before I had the people, right? Right. So that was kind of important. And so things that I started to do was I started to go into what was a team page on Facebook 
that had a lot of just members of my team that loved being a part of the organization yeah. but weren't really building a business. And I had to show them what was possible. Mm. So I started with like, do you know, with my vision, this is my vision. Like, you know, I was dreaming of a different life. You know, we were, I was talking about our problems and yeah. our struggles, like living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, wanting to contribute to the family and, and wanting to be able to be home with my boys. And so as I was talking about my problems, my, what was, what I was tr struggling with and what I was desiring and how I was starting to take steps closer to it. Okay. You know, they were start, it was starting to ignite a fire within the people sure. in my team and also on social. Cause I wasn't just doing this like privately. I was starting to talk about this very publicly yeah. too. And so I was actually taking people on the journey as yeah. I was uncovering it. So I was showing them, look, I paid for my groceries this week with this paycheck, mm. right? Because of the work that I'm doing, because of, and I started to, to explain to them, this is why I want you to invite. You this sure. is why I want you to post on social media. Sure. This is why I want you to do your follow-ups is because it can create this outcome, which can ultimately get you closer to your goals. Mm -hmm. So I learned the power of communicating what I wanted them to do in a way that connected to their why. Yeah. It wasn't just that I was like, do this, do that. But yeah. I was telling them why I wanted them to do it and how it was actually benefiting them. And I was the example. Right. I was actually the one doing it yeah. and showing them the way. It's a couple things. You were actually doing it. Yeah. So you weren't asking your team to do something that you weren't willing right. to do. That was the first thing. And then I also think one thing that I very clearly remember is you gave people permission to have their own why and yeah. their own goals. So for me in the business, when when I saw your big vision, and I yeah. remember very clearly thinking, like, I don't know if I belong in this yeah. organization. I don't even think I have the right hair color for this, <laughs> this specific group. And my outside perspective of it was you had to have a big vision, big goals to be successful. Mm -hmm. And what I learned, especially through you sharing these small wins of not just yourself, but other people in yeah. the organization was it's very possible for me. And it gave me permission to set this big goal of getting the groceries paid for. Yeah. And my yeah. goal wasn't a small goal to you. Like you were able to treat that goal for as sure. if it was personally yours. So you were personally invested mm -hmm. in helping me achieve the goal of getting the groceries paid for. Yeah. You were keeping me accountable to that goal of getting the groceries paid for. And I say small, but I want to note at that time, that was a very, very big goal for, for me and for Mike because yeah. I was teaching full time and we were strapped. Yes. And I remember when I did that, the first time that I paid for the groceries with my business, yeah. I opened up the trunk and took a picture, like a selfie of myself. Mm. That was huge. Yeah. That was such a huge goal. And I, we sometimes miss sharing those milestones yeah. or we downplay them like they're not as big as so-and-so's. But like, holy cow, yeah. that's life-changing. Yeah for a lot of people. Right, right. I also think uh, as people are listening to this, I'm so glad we actually had that part of the conversation because it's very easy for people who are listening to this yeah. and maybe they've been in direct sales for a while. They haven't seen the success that they want or maybe they're brand new to direct sales and they're immediately going 30 people a month. I could never recruit 30 yeah. people in a month and they're counting themselves out before they count themselves yeah. in. So I wanna just address the question head on, how do you recruit? 30 people a month. Yeah. How? Wow. Um, well, it's That's not, such a loaded I doubt, question. I doubt. There are so many pieces of that. There so. is. There's so many. So 
for starters, it, it wasn't like I decided today that I was going to recruit 30 people and I recruited yeah. 30 people. It That was like at the pinnacle of when I was in the groove, right? And I had put in years of, of grind, you know, into building that momentum. But how that really happened was it started with confidence, right? Mm. So it started in, in confidence in myself, understanding why I needed to be, to recruit more than just one person a month. Sure. And I mathed it, which we all know I'm not a huge ah. math person, <laughs> but I started to understand if I wanted to be top in the industry or if I wanted to, if I wanted to get to a significant income bump, yeah. I knew that I couldn't just bring in one or two people a month mm. because the likelihood of those one or two people really sticking with it was was pretty small. I needed to have a bigger pool to work with. Okay. So I really started to look at the quantity of the people that I was bringing in. So having that and, and knowing that that was going to give me more to work with, more okay. people, more opportunity, more volume right away. So I really had to understand the why behind it. And then the how I started to do it was it it was definitely every single month I had a process, you know, and we teach this. We teach like the whole marketing process. I had a process. I didn't just focus on sales every month. There was okay. a part of my month where I would switch, that would switch, switch, flop, whatever. And I would talk about recruiting and I would have a strategy of how I recruited to an event and then how I would recruit after an event. Yeah. And I really began, I ran that every single month, that strategy. And what happened is it started to build momentum. Right. And the more I started talking about the business on social media, the more I started to invite people that were current customers of mine the more the momentum began to build. And so month after month after mm. month, what, what started out as one person became five, became 20, became 30, right? So it started to become more and more. Yeah. And I began to be known as a business mentor, not just somebody that could, could connect you to a product, but I could teach you how to sell the product right. and make a business. Okay. And so it was, it, there's a lot that goes into the how sure. and and it's very systematic. You know, okay. it is definitely not a, I wasn't just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what was sticking. There, mm. There's a systematic process that goes with it. So I think this leads a lot of people to wonder when you recruited people in, were these people who were already using the products or mm -hmm. were they people that out of the blue said, I am just going to join Melanie Mitro's team? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, both actually. Okay. So initially, yeah. And I, and people ask me this question a lot. Do you recruit from your social media, people that have never used mm. the product? What's better? People ask me that a, a lot. Question. Like, what's better? Yeah. And I am like, both. You need a both yeah. strategy. It's not an or, either or. It's really a both. So I was focused on a very large customer sure. base. So I wasn't just bringing in two or three customers a month. I was like, can I bring in 10, 20, 30 customers a month? Yeah. And then I was like, can I help them get really great right. results? Because in my mind, I knew customer journey, you're a customer, you're a loyalist. I then can present the opportunity to you. You're either going to be a great referral source or you may even start the business. Oh, so in my, systematic. right. Yeah. So I like was like, okay, this is one pool I can yeah. work off of. And so when I would invite every month, I would go to that pool and then I would also go to my media and I would, sure. I would invite people that were looking for an opportunity. We're looking to create income. We're into health yeah. and wellness, right? So I really pulled both because yeah. both is really important. But also what began to happen 
was I was inadvertently really SEOing myself on social. I was using, this is like a quick tip, like I was using tags like top coach, right? Or top, you know, beach body, right? Or you can, whatever you're, and I was saying like top in Pittsburgh or I was hashtagging my name and I was writing content that talked about being the top in the business or being as successful in it. And yeah. so what started to happen is as people were Googling, okay my name was starting to come up a little okay. bit more too. So I was really thinking about how do I start positioning myself on YouTube, on now it's TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Like, so when people are searching for who they wanna work with, my name starts to come up. Right. And so what happened is over time that started to happen. People were like, I Google searched yeah. top in the company and you popped up. Right. Okay, so for the people who aren't necessarily at the position of top in the company or they, yeah. they struggle with, Maybe yeah. feeling a little bit prideful yeah. when they are like as if they're tooting their horn. Like yeah. what advice do you have to that specific one? Okay, so you're not tooting your own horn. I mm -hmm. want you to take yourself sure. out of it. You have to think about it from a marketing strategy. You want to optimize the, your searchability. And so just like hashtagging your name, it's not prideful. Hashtagging your name is literally card cataloging your underneath of every one of your posts so that if somebody were to search your name on Instagram or TikTok, all your content is gonna pop up. They can binge your content to decide yeah. if you're the right person. Same, so that's why you wanna say top Zaya rep in Canada or top pampered chef in Pittsburgh. You want that because that's search engine optimizing people that are local and looking for you. So it's mm -hmm. not prideful, it's just you're putting yourself into that category to be found. Yeah. And if you're like, oh no, 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 I wanna call myself that, well guess what? Sally down the street is, and she's going to be the one that people sure. are going to find. And maybe you are a better mentor than Sally down the street, but nobody's going to know if you're not optimizing yourself for those right. searches. Right. Oh, that's so good. I also want to note too, when I, when I started one of the first pieces of content and you and I had been like kind of talking back and okay. forth about it, but never about me, like really joining the business. Okay. I'd gone, you were running fit clubs, if yes. you remember correctly. Yes. And yeah. I remember on one occasion, I always tell this story. I was sitting at home. It was a Friday night. I mm -hmm. just put Nick down for, for the night. He was about two, maybe a little bit under two years old. Okay. And I remember sitting there with my red pen and I was grading a stack of papers. And I was just kind of like, I don't know, cynical or like kind of bitter. And I'm sitting there and I, I saw a post come across and it was these beautiful women that were all loaded into a car and they look, they didn't really look a lot like me. They looked like they had it okay. together. And I remember seeing the post and it said something about like heading to Philadelphia and we're in Pittsburgh. So it's like a turnpike drive yeah. and heading to Philadelphia for our annual like super weekend event yeah. or something. And I very clearly remember thinking, number one, that is so weird. Who packs healthy snacks when you can have <laughs> combos, you know, when you're going for a road trip, right? Number two, I remember thinking, what are a bunch of girls doing? These are moms. Like, what, don't they feel guilty for leaving their kids? So again, I had this very cynical, like kind of chip on my shoulder about it. Okay. But it was just enough that I was curious about it. Like, that's so weird became like, that's kind of interesting became, wow, that's, that's, is that something I can do too? Yeah. So it isn't about necessarily creating content where you're tooting your horn as much as you're painting a picture of what is possible. Yeah. And because I saw that post, that was the first post that I remember going, huh, maybe I can too. And I didn't 
sign up right away. This was yeah. like a few months of like going, that's weird. That's so weird. That's interesting. Maybe I could. I could never. Maybe I could. Mm -hmm. So I want you to really think about like the picture you're painting, not of yourself, but the picture you're painting for the person who's looking at the picture. Yeah. For the outside, the outside perspective. So even if you aren't in the top of the organization or you struggle with recruitment or you're like, I'm not confident like Melanie was, you really are showing what is possible to somebody else. And that's yes. more important than what you've achieved or the accolades that you have. Yeah. Which goes to show too for your organization, you know, 40,000 40, people or and just 30 people a month when yeah. you were really yeah. building, you obviously have some pretty powerful systems in place. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you talk for a couple of minutes about some of these systems that you have as well. <laughs> I love a good system. And and the reason I do is because I'm all, okay, so when I, when I think about systems, I am thinking about, and this was something that I'm sure you remember too. Okay. If it's not duplicatable, you like don't want to teach it, right? Like it, yeah. it, that's a big thing. And so that has always been ingrained in my head. Like sure. if, it, if the process stops with me, that that means my team can't succeed. And that's, that's I don't want to run that kind of business right. where I'm the only one that's having success. And so it would get really lonely it, if that it was does. the case. It yeah. does. It gets really lonely. And so I, I really am a systematic person because I always want to be able to teach it to the downline, right? I want to be able to yeah. teach what I'm doing to other people because a big part of just what drives me is seeing other people succeed. I, I love that. I love to help other people achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. And so systems, when you think about systems, you want to be able to handle the amount of people that you're bringing in. So yeah. 30 people a month is a significant amount of people because I still have customers. I still have existing team members. Like that's a lot. So if I don't have a system for onboarding those people in in a systematic way, I'm going to burn myself out, right? So I have a system for not even before onboarding. Like what does the process for recruitment look like? Yeah. So there is a process from the day I say, all right, today I'm going to start recruiting. It, the system has to do with setting the goal for the number of people that yep. I want to recruit. The system has to do with, okay, what am I inviting people to? So there's a system that leads up to the actual event, whether it's a sneak peek or a business opportunity call or a sure. live. And then there's a process for afterwards so that I'm closing those people and enrolling them. So that's mm -hmm. kind of one part. It's the actual recruitment system mm -hmm. that's duplicatable that can be taught. Then there is, okay, what do I do once the person signs up? What does that look like? From the minute they appear in your online office, what what happens? And it's very systematic. They get this email, they get this video, they go into this group, they have this checklist, get on these calls. This is the goals and expectations in the first week, the first 30 days. So there's a systematic process for how the team member experiences the first 30 days of business. Yeah. And then it goes on. What happens if they achieve the goal? What happens if they don't? So there are processes for option A and option B. And so, and then it moves them through their business journey from brand new first 30 days to 90 days, all the way to right. developing into a leader. And all of those systems are packaged in a way that I can go, you're a new team member and you want to grow your team. Here's the onboarding yep. process, or here's how to get a new distributor started. Right. And so those systems and processes are what have allowed me to scale without 
really burning myself out, but also so that my team could duplicate it too. Yeah. And that's absolutely critical. So now that people have really listened to some of the top secrets of a (laughs) top recruiter in industry and four times in a row, this was... Yeah. It isn't just a testament to you being a strong recruiter. It's also a testament for duplication. Yeah. Because being the top in the organization in Beachbody, yeah. it wasn't just that you were the top recruiter. You were teaching your team's system so that, that they, were, they would yeah. be successful as well. And as you're listening to this, you might be going, I want to know what her systems were. I want to know what she did to position herself as a recruiter. I want to know what was going on on the front end with media marketing for recruitment, but also what strategically was happening in the back end to allow her to continue to see those numbers and continue to get that message out there. I want to know what she did to practice confidence. And I feel like I have an inside scoop because I built very successfully through her leadership as well. But we know that you're wondering the same thing. So you want to talk for just a minute about what you have going on. I do because this is like the moment, right? This is the moment. So so we created a course. You did. I created a course. Yes. It is is a recruitment course and literally is going to give you... I have goosebumps because I I I am like so So pumped about this. It is everything you need to know about recruiting like a rock star in your network marketing business. Everything from your belief systems to identifying your ideal team member to how to market on social media, how to invite current customers to join your team, how to run successful opportunity calls, the front end, the back end marketing, what are the emails that we send, the opt-ins, all of that. Everything that you need to know to be able to recruit confidently is in a course that I will be leading actually live. We're doing this as a beta. It is going to start the week of October the 4th and it's going to run for seven consecutive weeks. So you will actually get to be part of the beta. Yeah. And I'll be teaching you live. All of that will be going into course modules with downloadables and resources and guides. And so all of that is going to help you feel so much more confident in recruiting to your business. And I'm excited because as I've been teaching this and as I've been running through my own betas of this, I've been kind of doing this with other groups that I mentor, the feedback is insane. I have these like testimonials of people that are like, I'm recruiting more than I ever have before. And I've seen it like my own my own team has done it, but even to look at just other teams in other industries and to see their success, I just feel like this is something that people need and I'm so excited to be able to offer it. So all the details are in the show notes. So all you have to do is click the show notes. You can enroll. You can be part of this beta launch of our recruitment course. And I'm excited to kick things off. I'm so excited for you. You are going to want to get your hands on this. To learn more, click over to the show notes in the bottom of this very podcast and you can get all the details. All All right. Thanks, Mel. All right. So if you love today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus, we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Until next week, let's make Chic happen.